Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Collector's Corner with our Cornering the Market weekly download of everything happening in the digital art world with an emphasis on generative art. My name is P. You may know me online as at Aston Cloud. I'm joined by my co-host and great friend, Jared, who you may know online as Jared underscore pause. How are you doing, Jared? Dude, I'm living the dream. Uh, I know that some we'll get into the market sentiment, but you know, lots of amazing deals out there. And for those who are astute and have liquidity, man, it's just such a such a great time. That's right. Exciting times. And we have your quick, punchy, get up to speed episode here. It's going to be on YouTube. Check it out. There's beautiful art. It's worth watching on YouTube. If you can't listen to it, don't worry. We have our podcast. You can listen at 1.5x speed, although you can do that on YouTube too. We'll also have info in the newsletter. We add extra stories in the newsletter because we can't fit them all in this episode. And we will have a tweet thread that summarizes it. So please take a look at any of those, whatever you prefer, and subscribe, like, retweet. It really helps us out. And we will give you disclaimers when we own something that we are talking about so you know if there are any potential conflicts of interest. On the screen here showing up is our newsletter, as I mentioned it. Check it out. We're really trying to grow this. People are really enjoying it. And uh, it, it keeps chugging along. So we appreciate you signing up, listening, reading. And uh, please let us know how we can make it better for you. Folks also ask us, how can we find you on Twitter? Well, here is Jared's Twitter, Jared underscore pause. He's the founder of the 8NAP Digital Asset Fund. He's still taking LPs, one of the best collectors out there. Check him out if you're looking for exposure. This is me at Aston Cloud. One day I'll talk about the story of the name, but it is, uh, yeah, leaning into Web3. And this is us, Collectors Corner, at Collectors underscore XYZ. All right, with all that out of the way, let's talk. Uh, actually, first, vibe check, Jared. Sorry, I almost skipped right over it. Vibe check. How, how are you, uh, wh what's your thoughts? How are artists feeling? How are collectors feeling? Any just general vibes in the generative art slash digital art world that you want to share? You know, I've talked to a couple uh, artists over the last couple of weeks, and um, I'd say the vibe check is uh, they're looking to be more strategic with their art and where, um, how, they, how they can go to market, if that makes any sense. I'm being somewhat vague, but it, it feels as though um, a lot of artists are starting to, to understand the market and the collectorship. As far as collectors go, I think that there's some just brilliant collectors out there. I call them snipers. I mean, they're just being very strategic with their acquisitions, getting great entry points. Uh, you know, and overall, I think that that's kind of the sentiment right now is there's there's a lot out there, but you have to be astute and really look, in my opinion, long term to see what uh, to see what has the potential to be, you know, the I don't want to call it the next big thing, but the thing that uh, that that can bring the returns that you want to if you're looking at it from a financial play or the things that uh, will will age really well if you're on the collector side. Perfect. And. As, as uh, often is the case, I have a slightly different take, uh, not different in that I disagree with you, but different looking at it from a different angle. Um, 
having spoken with some artists as well, agree they're wanting to be strategic with their work. I think it sounds like the space is maturing a bit in the sense that artists are being thoughtful about, okay, well, what happens in three, four or five years if I release X amount versus Y amount? And so I'm really glad to hear that. And also artists are, you know, they've noticed that the market has slowed down a bunch. They've noticed some collections are not selling out. So they're aware of that. On the collector side, uh, certainly those top collectors are are activated. Uh, some folks like me may have gone in a little bit too early, but still think the bottom is in. However, I will say the majority of collectors are fearful. There's a lot of fear out there. And so that's been going on for the past couple of weeks. And I think we're almost entering a, a bored phase where collectors are bored of generative art and digital art. It almost feels not so much negative as it is just uninteresting. Uh, although I do think we might be getting out of that, Jared, just based on some of the numbers that even, you know, I track for Collector's Corner specifically. So, you know, these are two people's opinions. Take it for what it is, but uh, that is our vibe check. Let's go on to see what's happening in the macro. I'll go quick. Bitcoin is up 3.8% on the week. Ethereum is up 2.9% on the week. Tezos is largely flat. I think we're in a bit of a holding pattern to see what happens with all the banks and all the other stuff happening in the financial world. And uh, as I've been saying for, I think, like three months now, once people feel like the bear market is over in crypto, then they will be willing to loosen up the purse strings and dive more into art and NFTs and other things that are viewed as more risky. And I can tell you for a fact, people do not think it's over yet, even though I do. And uh, I mean, okay, I'm just going to do this one more time. I know I said I'd stop, but come on, people, look at this chart. Bitcoin is back to where it was almost a year ago. I mean, it was it was in June that we were at these price highs. Like this, uh, you know, you don't have to be a, a classical charting genius to see that this seems to have bottomed and is running back up. So I know there's a lot of fear. I know a lot of people think that things are going to collapse, but just try to have that longer term perspective and see that things have certainly been improving. Okay, let's talk about some art. And we're gonna look at the blue chip gen art segment. And uh, we, these is essentially Ethereum based art. And uh, we are gonna look at the last seven days here on NFT price floor. And uh, friendship bracelet squiggles, we separate those out. Factura, anti-cyclone and mind the gap rounding out the top in number of sales, each with 11 and seven day volume factor is at the top. Then we have uh, Euler Beats Genesis followed by 720 minutes by Alexis Andre. Jared, any notable sales? Yeah, the the ones that were kind of, I'll go rapid fire here. There was an OTC Fidenza that was a mono color with soft shapes. Really, really great deal that I think could age really well. I mean, hot off the press. Uh, a guide one anti-cyclone was just sold uh, a great guide 30 sold a couple days ago and a, a beautiful night had um, had some action so you know overall I think that there's the that the AC floor is kind of retracing a little bit but it doesn't mean that like the great pieces aren't getting picked up then a couple other ones really cool uh, five by five grid ringer just sold it was a uh, you know, below floor. And I thought it had a really good flow to it. And then just two things that I wanted to point out is uh, keep an eye on gazers, lots of sales uh, starting to happen in that retracement and uh, a cascade Fontana by Harvey Rayner sold. And it was the last one 
that was listed. So there's none listed. So it's it's interesting that some of these, uh, I'll call it non-floor pieces are getting sucked up and held onto. And I'm curious to see where that takes us in the near future. Yep. I am curious as well. Beautiful pieces, as you mentioned. This here is the anti-cyclone that sold from two friends of the podcast, two grailers, Bob Lucas to Blockbird. We actually have an episode out with Blockbird. So go back and listen to that. Amazing collector. Blockbird sold this to Bob. And wow, what a beautiful piece. So these are the deals that Jared was talking about is out there. How's FX hash looking, Jared? Similarly to Ethereum-based art, it is low volume. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's actually even less than than last week. You, last week, it was topped by a couple garden monolith sales uh, for a green and a pink. Those are absent today. So you have the top of the seven-week volume uh, with 12.8K TES volume, followed by Dragons. And I kind of mentioned last week, I'd never seen like three-digit weekly volume uh, in in the Tezos top 15, and now you have six of them. I mean, it's it, it's it's tough right now, but I mean, you're seeing the regular stuff at the top, Dragons, RGB, Asakia, you know, a lot of Kim Asendor stuff uh, got some attention based on the, the cargo release that we'll discuss. But, you know, it, it's... If you're willing to put some bids out there and be strategic, the the floors are definitely dropping, and there's some good entry points if you've been looking at a collection for some time. Absolutely. Speaking of low volume, have squiggles bucked the trend or not? Well, from two weeks ago, the volume was down by about fifty percent. So week over week, seven day transitions, it's more or less held up. So you had two hundred seventy one. ETH of volume this week versus 235 last week. So up a hair. Floor price is down just a, a little bit. It's, it was 10.8 last week and 10.5 ETH this week. So it's holding strong, pretty thin floor, but you're seeing a lot of ETH sales in the nine point somethings, which we hadn't seen for call it six to nine months. So you're starting to break that double digit, but the USD value of a squiggle is holding up really well. And then again, 25 sales versus 20 last week. Um, it's been pretty much a steady state. The highlights are, you know, uh, a low color spread day zero sold a little bit of a, a personal pain point, for it, but it was mine. And then a, a low color spread uh, fuzzy was sold. But other than that, a lot of, um, you know, standard sales for lack of better terms, just regular floor volume and people picking up and adding to it. I, I will say that I've had an inquiry from, uh, I've been helping probably, two to three people a week pick up squiggles. So there's definitely interest. And you see that in the continued weekly volume, but you know, uh, definitely down from the 500 plus volume that we've seen previously in the, in the thousand ETH weeks. So just waiting for that attention to return. Yeah, absolutely. And we think it'll be back really quickly. We'll talk about friendship bracelets, friendship bracelets, uh, sales down quite a bit, 253 versus 444 last week. And then 55 Ether in volume versus 119 last week. So down quite a bit. Floor price is about 0.2, down from 0.24. And, uh, you know, Jared, I just had this realization. Like, I talk about how friendship bracelets are potentially a good pulse on the market. And now that we've been doing this week over week, they really are. They seem to be just quite in line and the liquidity there means that there's always some flow of capital, uh, but that flow increases or decreases in line with the market as as we're seeing the squiggles as well. So it's really interesting to see both of those be 
sort of pulses on the generative art market. And I look forward to continuing to watch that and see if it, and report it and see if it continues to hold. Let's go into some release recaps. What's been going on the last week? We'll kick it off with Cargo by Kim Asendorf, shown here on Sansa. Cargo minted at the lowest price at 0.25 Ether. It was a rebate Dutch auction, meaning everybody paid that price. It it was a botted somewhat. I mean, it looks like one of the, the botters still has 82 of these over here. Uh, I actually don't know 100% if there's a botter, but there was somebody who had 99. And uh, these are really, you know, it's an interesting project. Kim has a following from before. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Uh, but we what we wanted to talk about here is Artblocks curated minted low floor price at 0.6 and 9% listed, right? And so we talked about an Artbox curated, can't remember if it was last week or the week before, that one was Ceramics by Charlotte Dan. And that one, it didn't have quite the same price action. And I would say it's, it's probably because that was Charlotte's very first project, which is amazing. Uh, but Kim came into this with a following. So it's actually looking quite healthy and it's unique art. People are enjoying it despite a thousand piece collection. So find this instructive. What are your thoughts, Jared? Yeah, the thousand piece uh, kept me from minting just so I could watch some price action. But overall, I mean, huge congrats to Kim. Uh, I, I actually really, really enjoy the art. I'm waiting for the enthusiasm uh, to to dampen down a bit for, for an entry point. But I, I mean, an amazing artist, an amazing platform. I, I think this is a recipe for... Um, you know, really great price appreciation and you're seeing it, right? Like it minted out and people could double down on their, on their investment already. So uh, I, I really, really enjoy it. And there's been a lot of really good collectors uh, who have jumped into this. So, uh, you know, I, I really, really like it, honestly. Yeah. It's cool art. It's really nice to see a win coming through on curated as in minted out low and has appreciated from there. So congrats to Kim. Congrats to everybody who collected and is is happy with it. The second one I wanted to mention is Nat Sarkeesian. This released on Verse. It's called Hello Modulo. 400 pieces, all unique. They sold for $70, which I don't even know what that is in Ethereum terms right now, but less than 0.1 Ethereum. Um, the floor price is holding at about $90. People are really, really happy with these. And, you know, my only takeaway with this is that, again, if if you're an artist with a following, you're probably going to do well if your price point is low at this current stage of the market. Now, we'll see, you know, we'll know things are different when there's an artist with a following who lists a, a primary sale high and that sells out and people are still buying and making money on secondary, right? So I'm not saying the market will be like this forever, but this is where we are at. And this is another success story, in my opinion. You have any thoughts on this one, Jared? I mean, for for a floor place of eighty nine dollars, it's just you know relative to a lot of Nat's other work. This is uh, to me a no brainer. Really great entry point. I love the outputs. I love the the colors. There's like uh you know I mean even the one that you have on screen right now, number one twenty three. Like there's a especially if you're collecting and you're collecting in sets. Like this is a very logical uh you know pair with the the sunsets he did with bright moments. I don't know. It's just, I really, really like these. And I think that, you know, for anywhere from a hundred to 200 bucks, uh, I would be honored to have a couple in the collection. I think that these could age really well. Yep. Agreed. Congrats to Nats. Congrats to the collectors. Let's talk about some gen art news. 
The first one is we are going to do a meetup at NFT NYC, something informal. We'll just hang out probably at a bar or something, chat. So anyone who's out there, let us know when you might be free. We got a few options of when we're free. Whatever is best, we'll try to pick a location close to an event that folks may be going to or elsewhere. Um, but we're really excited to meet you. We you know just thank so thankful for everyone who's been supporting us, listening, giving feedback, helping in all sorts of ways. So, you know, it's not much, but we want to be able to shake your hand and say thank you in person. Yeah, I mean, this is what we do it for, right? We do it for each and every one of you listeners. Um, and just a, a minor way and a large concentration to be able to say thank you. And we we see you. And, you know, it's it's amazing that I, I still pinch myself every day that uh, some of you guys want to listen to us and, and spend an hour of your day plus each or an hour plus each week. So thank you for everything. And this is just our little way of saying we see you and we want to hang out. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. So please take a look at this tweet. Uh, it's pinned currently to our profile and respond to it. We'll include it in the tweet thread for this weekly episode. Else, uh, excuse me. Also, other events happening. NFT NYC is not even two weeks away, Jared. It's actually kind of crazy. We'll, we'll hang out for the second time in less than two weeks. Uh, the first event that I wanted to highlight to folks is the Samsung Artblocks event. So I missed this last year. And it is really cool because Samsung, they make digital screens and they have massive screens. And it's just like, uh, honestly, I don't even know what else happened in, in last year because I just saw the 30 foot screen and I'm like, oh my God, I want to see art on that. So that's the big uh, appeal, of course. And the other thing I wanted to point out here is this is a friendship bracelet theme. So, uh, you know, not, not financial advice, but certainly there will be attention coming to friendship bracelets through this. And uh, Jared, I want to, maybe you could talk to folks about some of the other events we have going on, or at least that we are going to. Yeah. So right here, you see on screen, uh, Dimitri's going to have, um, I almost want to say like a book signing. I'm not a hundred percent, but Jen Tugan, there's a book launch, uh, you know, you can RSVP. I think it will just be really, really awesome to be able to spend some time with the artist, have some, a little bit more of an intimate setting where you can can connect uh, and then for 200 bucks you could get a first edition that's signed i think that that's a you know coffee uh table books are really in vogue right now uh, off of the the heels of the meridian one and a few others so i just think this is a really cool opportunity to connect with really devout collectors and see what's going on man I, i'm really excited for this one yeah, absolutely. And uh, the other artist who's a part of this is Helena Saren, who is one of the OGs of AI art. So that's that's why they're calling it Gen to Gan, Gan being a, an AI art, uh, really an AI technique that has been used to create art. So this is a, a really, really cool event as well. And uh, the other one I will speed through. Oh, no, I picked the wrong one. So uh, there is an event with the uh, Zancan and art matter it's called organic matter art matter is a really interesting company that uh, you know I, I don't even know how to describe what they do but they're super creative they have physical machines that help bring art to real life they recently had an event 
with nouns. So as you can see here, there's Zankan, Tyler Hodge is going to be there, Sofia Garcia. So some some big hitters. I think that this will be cool to check out their space and also to check out those artists. And I'll, I'll just list a couple ones real fast that we didn't talk about. I know Bright Moments is also having an event. I think that might actually be on Tuesday, the 11th of April. And uh, there is a larger event called Proof of People. That's like a two-day festival that I'm not sure if I'll make it out to that one. That one is paid. All of these other ones are free, um, but you have to get on the list. Uh, and of course, there's a Grailers event. So <laughs> lots of Gen Art events. We'll try to cover more of those next week leading up to it. And uh, sorry for going fast, but for the sake of time, I want to make sure we can get every get through everything. Let's go to Great Art at Great Prices. Here, uh, this was a new release. It was actually the top of the FX hash secondary sales for the last week. It's called Schweer C uh, by Flockaroo. But these are just really cool, really beautiful art. Uh, what's the floor now? 91 Tezos. And, uh, you know, really colorful, kind of like ocean themed. You see a lot of waves in here. And so, uh, you know, there's some that are just like absolutely stunning. Some that are, you know, beautiful in their own right, but perhaps not for me. Either way, check it out. See if you like it. Yeah, friend of the Grailers, uh, MJ Lindau, uh, great art at great prices is Imposto. I think, you know, for a 269 piece set, uh, a really great, what the the previews have shown that Lindau is going to be releasing for his next project. Man, at a 0.16 entry point, this just feels like such a an amazing piece of art. I love the the generative nature of it. Artist curated, Grailers curated pieces. You, you can start to search through it. I just have watched this floor leak out a little bit and starting to find support at that point to Ethan. It just, it feels like such a great project to, to look at full disclosure. The fund owns some of these. So um not trying to pump my bags, but just bring attention to Lindau, such a, such an amazing individual and talented artist. These just feel a little bit under the radar right now. Agreed. Also, uh, Aiva, this one, full disclosure, I do own as does Jared, uh, but you want to talk about Aiva here? Yeah, Aiva, I'm a, again, phonetically, I'm horrible, but Shemblevar, it was a presents release, um, amazing outputs. But again, you're looking at a point to less than 0.25 uh, ETH entry. There's some really, I mean, look at that on the screen, number 235, a micro uh, for 0.42. There's just some amazing deals out there. It's a, I think a, a project that has a, had a lot of attention and is getting slept on a little bit right now, but Really, really great opportunity if it's something you'd been eyeing for some time. Really great artist. I forget who it was on the 2023 prediction show had uh, mentioned about the opportunity to have a big year here. So just pointing out uh, really great collections at great entry points. That's right. Let's talk about some exciting upcoming drops. First one I wanted to mention is uh, Agar. Agar. I forget how you pronounce this. This brings me back to biology days, but Agar by Emily Edelman. This is being released with Bright Moments. There are 100 outputs and 100 palettes. And what's interesting is that the collector gets to name the palette. And well, uh, you know, this this certainly, I believe this is pre-curated, as you can see here. There's your your Mondrian here, Jared. I know you're a fan. So um, Emily's awesome. We love her work. She had a release called Martin from... Uh, released on verse not too long ago. So this is just a, a cool thing that will be happening on the fourth. Check it out. See if you like it. The next one, uh, you know, this was actually supposed to release on Friday, Jared. So uh, we're recording on Thursday as we always do, but it's called a Bauhaus 
stat by Andrew Strauss. And I just thought it was cool. 20 Tezos. Uh, unfortunately, by the time this is released, probably these will be out in the wild. So it's probably a little bit more of great art at great prices, but check them out. Uh, hopefully it's not minted out by the time this comes out and you can go grab one for 20 Tezos. But I think it's a cool project. Uh, really fantastic artist. Uh, not too many listed here, but uh, yeah, this is this is one that I would recommend you check out. Now let's highlight some artists. We talked about Kim Asendorf. Who is Kim Asendorf? So Kim Asendorf is a, uh, of course, a phenomenal artist, the most recent Art Blocks curated artist. But Kim is credited with creating this style of animated art called pixel sorting, and has had a few collections in this style. Uh, we can check a couple here. Here is a rainbow grid, and uh, very creative what Kim does, and it's sort of like a really distinctive style. And I think Kim's just somebody you should know because of him pioneering this specific aesthetic and also because uh, Kim is going to be coming up at Bright Moments Tokyo. So you'll probably be hearing more of him. And, you know, the, the way I see these things going, Jared, I think that as the digital art world expands, there are going to be people who just only do pixel sorting and just love pixel sorting and, and dive deep into it. This is what I imagine as things go on. So if you're into pixel sorting, you got to know about Kim. Check it out. See if you like the aesthetic. Yeah, next up is just Zanken, generally speaking. I think that off of the heels of that uh, event for NFT NYC that we we mentioned, he also has a Bright Moments release coming up in Tokyo. And just, you know, overall, really, really good purveyor for the, the ecosystem. Um, he's, you can see on screen, tempting some new outputs. I, I hope this might be the bright moments one. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I just, I'm really, really uh, bullish on this and going back to the NFT NYC event, I think it's limited to like a hundred people, you know? So if you haven't registered and it's not too late, like, you know, that's going to be insane to have like a really small group and be able to talk to Hobbs, Zankan. I mean, even Sophia, like we, I haven't met her in person yet and I'm really excited to go meet him. So, or her, and it's just, I don't know. Like it just seems like such an amazing opportunity, especially to get some not one-on-one -on -one time, but you know, a smaller group settings. And this is exciting to me. Absolutely, absolutely. So keep Zankin on your radar. This is the top selling artist on FX Hash, really strong following. And if you can make that event, try to make it. Let's talk about some art to watch. I saved this one in my back pocket. And full disclosure, I do own one of these. This is what is really kind of Kim Asendorf's Genesis project. It's called Monogrid. It's on Tezos. You can find them on Object if you're looking for your standard way of buying. Uh, but it is uh, it is literally laid out in a grid. And you can click on any of these. And then uh, on the bottom right here, you can go to the next one on the grid. So it's actually like one massive piece of art that all connects together in this website. Monogrid. So really cool, really, really creative. Um, unfortunately, they're, they're very few for sale and they are very, very expensive. And actually, I, I can't remember who it was, but it was one of uh, one of our listeners who told me about this project. Uh, the cheapest one here is 4,300 Tezos, but I, it's really like the OG Genesis. And I think that's why, you know, this is a collection to watch uh, if and when pixel sorting gets larger and larger. Speaking of OG collections, Got another one for you here, Jared. 
Yeah, Garden Monolith, keeping in the in the vein of of Zancan. Full disclosure: the fund owns some. Uh, I just think that there's such a amazing art, and and you're able to to very expensive, right? The floor, and I think is close to fourteen five k tez, so it's probably close to sixteen thousand dollars. But you know, for such a small collection, two hundred fifty six of them, beautiful, beautiful outputs, and one of the top sell or no, the top selling project on FX Hash. Uh, again, I just, I love it. It's been collected by some of the really, really amazing collectors. Just something to watch, you know, like, is this going to be one of the, the, one of the theses I have or things I'm trying to wrap my head around is, does this become one of the more timeless collections for the platform? I think you already see it that just based on sheer facts that of sales, all-time sales volume, it's very well embraced. It's very well uh, collected and a lot of a lot of interesting outputs that i i really really love and i'm looking to add some more full disclosure so uh, a couple that are on screen i'm in, in discussions with people on so it's, it's just a beautiful project love these outputs yeah this this is the genesis collection of this style of art this plotter landscape art that is really zankan signature so uh definitely a collection to watch and to know about and these are these are cheap i mean relatively speaking so at 25,000 Tezos uh, just a few months ago at the floor. So down in US dollar terms too. And uh, let, let's let's talk some charts. And uh, I'll just uh, kind of tee this one up for you, Jared, because we recapped the release of Strands of Solitude a few weeks ago, and, and we had a prediction about the price action. What, what are the charts telling us? The charts are telling us that we kind of had our pulse on it. And uh, it's partially to say we told you so but at the same time it's also to say hey look there's been a really the, the price action slowed down a little bit there's been some sales recently you can see on screen for the daily sell price in the two and a half eth realm it's some really beautiful outputs in my my opinion and it's getting back to that original price point with less uh manic nature to it one thing i wanted to point out for this one in particular is there's 51 listed 15 pieces until you have a 50% price valuation or appreciation. So why do we bring that up? Again, it's not always about money, but it's about being able to have the confidence in your entry point. A thickening floor uh, will, in, in that much con concentration in the listings at the floor, what that means is there could be an opportunity to, to start getting ones that uh, have a deeper resonance with you. So if you've been in the market, uh, I'm starting to look at these full disclosure and I'm looking to pick up a couple that are just absolutely beautiful to me, whether it's Weath or, or whatnot, you know, start looking at it, start perusing the floor. Cause I think that there's going to be some really, really beautiful outputs there. Yep. Agreed. And just to put a cap on this for folks who are newer to markets uh, you know, you can play around with the time horizons, but anytime you see something like this straight line up, pretty much always retraces. And that doesn't mean it's going to go back down to where it started. It, it might land a higher than that, but this is not sustainable. This is too fast. And that's what we were keying on uh, when we talked about it previously. Last one, Cordy. Yeah, I brought this up a um, probably a month or so ago, but just wanted to bring it up again. Um, in full disclosure, the fund owns some, but you know, there's, a, there's a, been a bit of a retracement uh, on the floor. And you're starting to see the listings go down and big players buying and stacking them. Uh, and I think these are all good signs. And again, 
an amazing artist. They're released with Art Blocks and Pace. There's just a lot of signs that uh, are pointing towards, um, you know, again, depending on your time horizon and, and immediacy, there's some really good uh, opportunities, I believe, on this uh, project. And if, I mean, there's a couple at the floor that are like really, really beautiful. So, you know, when you're looking at projects in, in the, the multitudes of ETH, here's an, an incredibly established artist with a, a lower entry point. And I just, I really, really keep coming back to this project because it, it screams uh, opportunity, both for the short term and long term. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, good floor there. It's pretty thin too. It looks like, I mean, just five sales for one and a half X and then another 10 for two X. So that could move quickly. That doesn't count for delistings and repricings and whatnot. So great find, great insight as always, Jared. That's our show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you listening. Give us a follow at Jared underscore pause at Aston cloud at collectors underscore xyz we appreciate you and we'll see you next week and, and please say, give us feedback please please let us know if you're coming to nft nyc we really really are serious about uh meeting each and every one of you and, and saying hello like we we want that engagement we encourage it we're here for you so please 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 engage with us and let us know you're coming we we want to start setting this stuff up that's right that's right thank you jared thank you everybody we'll see you next week until then Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.